This is my story. Testimonies to encourage and inspire. Hello and welcome to The Life and Music of Major Joy Webb. This Salvationist Radio special is to celebrate the life and music of Major Joy Webb, Order of the Founder. We're going to be featuring some of her most well-known songs, as well as tributes from Territorial Commander Commissioner Anthony Cottrell, Andrew Blythe from Music Editorial, International Staff Songster Leader Dorothy Nanskeville, and International Staff Bandmaster Stephen Cobb. The first song that we're going to listen to is It's an Open Secret, performed by the Joy Strings. It's an open secret Jesus is mine It's an open secret This madness divine It's an open secret I want you to know It's an open secret I love my Savior's soul And you can seek Him Find Him Share this secret too It's an open secret, I want you to know, it's an open secret, I love my Savior's soul. very pleased to be able to bring the official uh, tribute uh, to Major Joy Webb as uh, read at her Thanksgiving service. So tribute to Major Joy Webb, Order of the Founder, promoted to glory on the 1st of October 2023, having served for 68 years as a Salvation Army officer. Following the promotion to glory of Major Joy Webb, we join our voices with those of Salvationists and friends from many parts of the Territory who will be thanking God for her life and service. We thank God for the faithfulness that marked Joy's life from the time she heard a call to become a follower of Christ and a subsequent call to become an officer. Joy left her home corps, Leighton Citadel, in 1954 to enter the International Training College, becoming a member of the Soul Winners Session of Cadets. Upon commissioning in 1955, Joy was appointed back to the training college as a sergeant. Two corps appointments followed in 1956 to Darwin for six months, followed by Blackburn Furthergate 
for six months before returning to the training college in May 1957 as a house officer and tutor. As is well known, in November 1963, the new general, Frederick Coots, said in his first press interview that it should be possible to take the gospel message to coffee bars with electric guitars if this proves to be an effective method. The press seized on this, and so Joy, being the leader of the female cadet singing brigade and a very talented musician, was asked to form a group. They were initially called the International Training College String Band and Rhythm Group, but after a few weeks this became known as the Joy Strings. EMI record label at Abbey Road made a recording of their first two songs, which were released as a single a few weeks later. With Joy's first song, It's an Open Secret, came a roller coaster ride of overnight fame and stunning success for the Joy Strings. It brought with it regular TV appearances, late-night gigs and soul-winning successes. Joy wanted her songs to challenge people and stretch the boundaries of imagination. In 1964, Joy's song, A Starry Night, made it to the UK charts, and it has been sung throughout the generations and is still popular in schools today. In 1965, Captain Joy Webb was given the responsibility for Rhythm Group Evangelism at National Headquarters. When the Joy Strings disbanded, invitations continued to pour in and Joy fulfilled these opportunities with a group of musicians who became known as the Joy Folk. During this time, Joy was given responsibility for managing and encouraging new Salvation Army pop groups which had sprung up all over the British Territory. She inaugurated and led the Sunbury Junior Singers, who made several recordings of their songs. She also commenced the Salvation Army's Marylebone Theatre Company to encourage young people in the presentation of the gospel through dramatic art and music. Joy continued in this role for the remainder of her active officership, although her title changed in 1980 to Officer for Modern Music and Drama. During these years, Joy met and worked with several famous people, including Sir Cliff Richard, and she even sang at a memorial service for Elvis. Although Major Joy Webb entered retirement on the 1st of September 1992, she continued to write music and use her talents in poetry, writing and drama, in evangelism and worship. She also wrote and produced 15 musicals, taking great delight in nurturing local and, and aspiring musicians. In later years, she began writing books about her life, work, song, writing, and her prayer life. And she was a wonderful example of an officer soldier at her beloved Thornton Heath Corps, where she was fully engaged in the life and ministry of the Corps. As a consequence of her passion for the Lord, for mission, and a ministry which continued to push the boundaries of what could be achieved in the army and the wider church, Major Joy Webb was honoured to be admitted to the Order of the Founder on the 3rd of July 2004. Today, we recognise Joy's unique ministry and legacy with thankful hearts, knowing that thousands upon thousands of people have benefited from her gifts and the service given in the name of Jesus Christ. Her last home, where she was lovingly cared for, was the Salvation Army's Glebe Court, from where she was promoted to glory. As Christians, we rejoice in her final homecoming, but we prayerfully remember her family members, especially her cousins, Janet and Jennifer, and their families and friends as they come to terms with personal loss. 
we pray that they may know the peace that passes all understanding that only the Lord can provide. I greet you all on behalf of territorial leadership, both past and present, and express my sincere gratitude for all that God has accomplished in and through the life and ministry of Major Joy Webb, Order of the Founder. Servant of God, well done. Thank you to Territorial Commander Commissioner Anthony Cottrell for bringing that tribute to us. We're going to listen to a medley of songs now brought to us by the International Staff Songsters, a salute to the joystrings. Oh, <laughs> 
My name is Dorothy Nanskeville, and it's an absolute pleasure and privilege to present a short tribute to Major Joy Webb. Joy was a wonderfully creative person. As a composer, all of her music has beautiful melodic lines, and her poetry is accessible, challenging and reassuring in equal measures. My first memory of enjoying her music was as a very young child listening to It's an Open Secret with my mum and dancing around the living room. As Sing Company members, so many of us enjoyed singing her arrangements from the Purple Songs of Joy collection. All the 13 songs worked so well. And for those of us who went on to become music teachers, provided us with a marvellous resource that always worked, whatever school choir we led. I'm also convinced that every junior school pupil in the UK will have sung A Starry Night at Christmas, so Joy's influence in school life is far-reaching. As a songster leader, Joy's songs always had a massive impact. I can think of him, There Will Be God, This Is The Moment, The Candle of the Lord and Share My Yoke are all particular favourites of mine. About six years ago, when I was working in London, a parent came to see me about his two daughters. The meeting went well, and as he left, he said, I believe you're a member of the Salvation Army, and I need you to know that I became a Christian because of Joy Webb and the Joy Strings. What followed was a lovely conversation about his conversion and the way Joy and her music had inspired and challenged him to give his life to the Lord. Recently, one of the staff songsters, Cliff Matthews, referred to Joy as being a candle of the Lord. Well, she was indeed. Her love of God radiated through her adventurous and bold approach to ministry and and won and will continue to win many souls for the kingdom. Joy Webb's legacy through her music and her dedication to her Lord is immense. Well done, good and faithful servant. Our next tribute is from bandmaster of the International Staff Band, Stephen Cobb. It has been uh, quite a thing these last few days and few weeks to reflect on the life of of Joy Webb, uh, a lady that I knew for most of my life really, but never really knew her, if that makes any sense. Uh, I, as a young boy, uh, I remember the excitement of the joy strings. I remember them being on top of the pops. It's extraordinary to think that um, the joy strings in Salvation Army uniform featured on the top of the pops and made it into the top, I think, top 30, top 35 in what we used to call the hip parade. Um, and, and that had such an impact on, um, on young people uh, such as myself. Uh, it was during that period where um, Joy was a, a, an extremely famous figure uh, in the Salvation Army and, and outside that she came to our corps at Hendon. And uh, perhaps because she'd had some sort of association via the army with, with my dad, uh, she took an interest in me, um, took an interest in my cornet, was asking me all sorts of questions about it. And it meant a great deal to me as a young, as a young boy that somebody uh, like Joy Webb would, uh, would take an interest in me. Uh, it was a few years ago that, that my dad was talking about Joy 
and uh, what a talented uh, woman uh, she was. Uh, and, and reflecting to me a story that he heard at, at EMI from a, a, a renowned uh, EMI executive, Bob Dockerell, um, who, who would have done anything to get Joy Webb to, um, to sign up with EMI um, Records at Abbey Road. Um, and he tried and tried and tried and named her price. This during a period of, of, of the Beatles and, and that era. Uh, he tried everything he could to get Joy Webb to sign up for EMI, but Joy Webb stayed true to her calling uh, and never de deviated from that position at that time, nor throughout her ministry as a Salvation Army officer. That is how talented she was. And, and I hope the Salvation Army then, and definitely now, um, understand the, the, the talent um, and the integrity and authenticity um, that, that Joy Webb displayed throughout her life. I had the privilege of um, being a colleague of Joy Webb's in the band and songsters department, the music department in the early 90s, where it was going through significant changes. Uh, Robert Redhead had taken over um, as the music director and um, Joy was part of the team. She was then working uh, in a creative arts role. She was really ahead of her time on that one too. Uh, but uh, heading up the Marylebone Arts Project. Um, and uh, she, was a, she was a really fascinating colleague uh, uh, to be around. She had a, a beautiful uh, Gibson guitar, and there was one occasion I remember she was um, playing a guitar in, in one of the offices and uh, was talking to me about what this guitar meant to her uh, and the memories that it had when every time that, uh, that she played it. But she was a, she was a wonderful, talented uh, lady, I remember her, her morning devotions whenever she did them were just were just beautiful, were just beautiful. And then I remember that conversation that she had with me. Uh, she came into my office one morning. I was only working part time um, for for the army at that point, and um, she came in and she said, uh, she says, Stephen, do you remember a a gentleman called James Watson? So I said, uh, yes, <laughs> he's uh, he's quite a trumpet player. And she said, well, he's phoned me up um, because he's playing Share My Yoke with, um, with the Black Dyke Band, uh, with whom he was the conductor at the time. And, and he wants to know the story. And Joy was just so thrilled that her music was reaching an, an external audience and that somebody of the caliber of, of James Watson was wanting to know the background to the story. And she saw that as a real, um, as a real ministry opportunity to talk to him um, during that occasion. And uh, I was just aware of Joy's humility um, as she was talking to me uh, about, about that piece of music and, and about what it meant to her that it was having a life outside the Salvation Army. We've lost some extremely, extraordinarily talented people um, in, in the world of music and music and creative arts in the last uh, two or three years. Uh, we've lost Ray Stedman Allen, we've lost um, uh, others too, um, and in Joy Webb, we've lost one of uh, the iconic figures in the history of, of Salvation Army music and creative arts. What a legacy she has left with us. Um, all those beautiful songs that have a, a timeless quality and let's not forget that Joy was a great songwriter. Her lyrics, her music, her tunes were just, were just wonderful. And uh, I give thanks to God for the influence that she's had on my life 
and on so many others uh, during her life. We're now going to listen to that beautiful song, Share My Yoke, performed by soloist Philip Cobb, accompanied by the International Staff Band.
Now we'll hear from Andrew Blythe, head of music editorial at Territorial Headquarters. Now, one of Joy's main passions was working with young people. Whilst she was a young cadet, she became the young people's sergeant in the training college and it led her to understand elementary child evangelism. She once remarked that, quite simply, I have had hours of sheer pleasure in my life just from being with little people. And it was during her time with the Joystrings that Robert Dockrell from the record label EMI first mentioned that the company was thinking of making a recording of children's singing Sunday school songs. At this time, Joy was directing the Salvation Army's Junior National School of Music for Girls, which was located at Sunbury Court. She formed the Sunbury Junior Singers, which included members from the Salvation Army Goodwill Centres and members from the sing companies around the London area. And she arranged songs specifically for them to sing and record. Many of these songs have become universally popular, including Standing in the Need of Prayer, Do Lord, and Angels Watching Over Me. And it would be fair to say that many Salvationists, particularly in the United Kingdom, would have had a Sunbury Junior Singers recording in their record collection. This group, based in South London, were invited to sing at various national events, including the commemoration of the 80th anniversary of the National Free Church Council for Women, which was in the presence of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother. In addition to her standalone songs, Joy wrote 15 musicals. She was the director for the West London Music School of Music and Drama for several years and produced a new musical annually. Musicals such as Bram, There Goes Kate and Rainbow, of which I was the lead character um, many years ago, were superbly written and connected with all that performed and heard them. Other musicals such as Breakthrough, which included the beautiful song The Candle of the Lord, made a significant impact when it was first performed at the Royal Albert Hall. It's a shame, really, that this part of her work is not widely recognised, as the scripts and music are as relevant today as when first performed. Her work with young people was tireless, with countless weekend campaigns supporting young people in their ministry. Joy was truly a great songwriter and was quite rightly protective of her work. She took great care and time in creating a song, often inspired through current news events and scriptural study. She remarked once that, I've often prayed in the middle of my writing that God would inbreathe the work with his spirit. And if he does, then I surely must bear the most stewardship of what he commits to me to share with the world. Her songs paint a visual image for the listener. Songs like Coming to Our World, There Will Be God and The First Step are great examples of this picture painting and of pieces that connect straight to the heart of the performer and listener alike. There are also songs that have a great appeal outside of the movement's walls, with examples such as Light Up the Sunshine, A Starry Night, and It's an Open Secret. These songs are still featured by schools and choirs across the world. Joy's published output for the Salvation Army 
is not a true reflection of a complete catalogue of work, but it is so certainly notable. Songs like I Can Think of Him, The Surprise and It Is Jesus have been featured extensively by songsters and still prove popular today. She possessed a great gift in melodic writing and several of her songs have been transcribed for brass band, proving to be extremely popular both within the Salvation Army and the contest band world. In fact, Share My Yoke is still one of the biggest selling brass band pieces available. For much of her officership, Joy was appointed as the Officer for Modern Music and Drama and was based at the then National Headquarters in Queen Victoria Street, London. She travelled across the world to promote and encourage many groups to build upon the Joy Strings model. And for many, the lasting image we will recall is of Joy playing her guitar and communicating the gospel through song, whether that be in a concert hall, shopping centre, children's home, or even leading a Salvation Army meeting. In addition to this, she worked hard in recognising other art forms, from drama to creative writing and painting. And in the 1980s, she established the Marylebone Theatre Company, working alongside Keith Turton. This was an opportunity to encourage and develop drama sketches and plays with Salvationists, those on the fringes of the church and even those that didn't profess a faith. And this had a great evangelical effort on many, with a number going into Salvation Army officership through this work. In 2004, the now retired Major Webb was admitted the Order of the Founder, the Salvation Army's highest honour, in a ceremony at the Royal Albert Hall in London. The citation declared this, Throughout her officership, Major Joy Webb has demonstrated outstanding commitment to the creative and innovative use of music, poetry and drama in evangelism and worship, achieving unparalleled success in expressing the gospel in popular idioms of the day, while constantly reflecting the standards of the gospel in her personal life. In Joy's song, I Am A Bridge, she pens the following line. I am a bridge. Walk over me and you could find God expressed in a human life. Joy's sole passion and desire was to be that connection so that people could come and know God. Her love for her Heavenly Father showed in the way she connected with all people from different backgrounds, from those within our social centres to politicians, pop stars and royalty. Joy had a great personality, focused mind and gentle spirit that engaged and enthused you. There was never a dull moment with Joy. She had such a way of making you want to engage in what she believed in so that you had no choice but to go along on the journey with her. Army and many beyond will continue to be the beneficiaries of her dedicated service to God through the wonderful legacy she has left. There will be hope. There will be love. There will be God. Thank you, Joy. 
thousand years may pass away and bring the dawning of a cosmic day. Age after age, time after time, hold its There will be God, 
performed by the International Staff Songsters with soloist Kevin Fenton Herring. Thank you for joining us for this tribute to Major Joy Webb. Goodbye and God bless. <laughs>